Well, hello, I'm Doug Apple, back with another special interview for you today. Have you heard about the student loans? We're here in a college town in Tallahassee. Student loans are a big deal, but for three years, in fact, I'm not going to go into the details. I'm going to let Mike Sharman talk about what's happening with student loans, something that's coming in October. You better buckle up if you have a student loan and you haven't been paying on it. Uh, I'm going to let Mike share the details, but uh, Mike Sharman's with Share Healthcare, and you've heard their ads here on the radio. They bought a little airtime. You can find more details at sharehealthcare.com. It's a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry, but it might be the answers for you if you're taking a hit in the good old budget. In fact, there's a headline in the Wall Street Journal today as we record this interview, Health Insurance Costs are taking biggest jumps in years. Well, these things put a a shiver me timbers down the back of your spine when you start looking at your budget. And then you find out what's happening with the student loan program. If you have a student loan, then uh, it's just another thing that comes putting the squeeze on you. I'm going to turn things over to Mike Sharman. Mike, what's happening with the student loans? And then I guess you can wind that around to how Share Healthcare might help families these days. But student loans, what's up with that? Well, Student loans were another one of the um, financial issues that arose during the COVID time. And remember, the main thrust of the COVID, the government response to COVID was um, control, you know, controlling our movements, et cetera, controlling what we do, controlling our health care. But it was also taking control of finances in a very socialist way. And so people who had made contracts had those contracts waived. And one of those contracts was uh, student loans. So for three years, uh, there have not been a need for student loan repayment. And so if somebody had a student loan, they didn't have to make their payments during that period. And then a residual of that was that no interest accrued during that period. Mm -hmm. So that ends in October. This, you know, next month, it, it ends. Uh, what day it ends will depend upon that person's own loan. You know, when did their loan get done? When did their loan servicer change it? So they'll have um, their interest will start clicking again in October. They actually will be able to forego payments for another year if they want, but their interest will still accrue. Mm -hmm. And that was made for an interesting uh, article that um, came out out of Montana of a person who had gotten most of his loan re um, forgiven, but his coworkers were unhappy with him. And he thought, well, I, I thought they'd be pleased with me too. And, you know, when you hear the details of his story, it kind of makes sense. He borrowed 12000 All right, that's I had a student loan when I went through law school and that's right about what mine was and it seemed like an unbearable amount at the time but we <laughs> right. we paid it off and you know got paid off in a couple of years after law school um but his was 12,000 and he had to keep getting it redone and have the interest run so he now had a $54,000 student loan oh, on that 12,000 and this is a program a government program that's supposed to help students and in any event um, people can push it off for another year or they can start making their payments. 
but that interest will start clicking. So we have basically like the government being a loan shark and the loan servicers, that is the people who buy that paper, that student loan paper, and then get paid a certain amount for managing that loan. All student loans are guaranteed by the government. That means whatever bank or finance group uh, uh, paid for, gave you the loan, they didn't really give you the loan. They just wrote some papers. Mm-hmm. And then they manage the collection of it or sell that paper to somebody else who'll manage the collection of it. So that's another thing that uh, the people who have student loans and it's going to start coming due in October need to do. Their loan servicer might have changed during that three years that it's been this cessation of student loan uh, repayments. They should have gotten a letter about it, but there's a whole lot of should-haves that are involved in the student loan program. Mm -hmm. And the student loan program, whether it's the new government proposals for how to just forgive all that money, or whether it's the student loan program itself, is just one big, fat, government bureaucratic mess. So um, people need to be alert, paying attention, follow up themselves with their student loan, the last student loan service that they knew, find out what's supposed to occur, find out when their interest rates kick in, et cetera. So how's that tie into share healthcare, um, you know, sharehealthcare.com where they can check that out. Um, you, you're going to have to budget. Here's a payment that hasn't been there for three years. And now either the actual payment, if you start doing the repayments in October or the interest accrual, which will come back to bite you in a year, uh, if you take the, oh, I'll wait another year before I actually have to make payments. Either way, you're going to have to budget. With Share Healthcare, that's that's a huge family, individual, small business budgeting tool. Uh, It's $149 for a single per month, $249 for a couple, and $349 for a family of four, and then $50 for each child after that. So that's 80% less than the average insurance, uh, health insurance cost per month. Uh, it helps people budget enormously. Um, and, and that's what our, our function is, is we want to share healthcare as a 501c3 ministry. And its mission is to help the body of Christ across America and, and literally around the world to share one another's medical expenses. We do it in an organized fashion, a, a very deliberate, intentional way. But it's in order to help uh, fulfill a couple of those scriptural dem- commands. Uh, to One, to love one another, to care for one another, to bear one another's burdens. Um, the one at Hebrews thirteen sixteen, which is our, our uh, ministry's life verse, let's say. Uh, Hebrews thirteen sixteen, but do not forget to do good and to share, for which sacrifices God is well pleased. So, but it's also to help us carry out the themes throughout Scripture of being a steward, you know, stewarding our resources, managing them, stewarding our individual resources and managing them, stewarding our corporate, that is, corporate church uh, resources and managing them as a body of Christ, stewarding our resources and managing them. And so there's finite resources and everything, whether it's an individual family or a small business or a nation. And this helps us manage those finite resources that the medical expenses that people have that are are too large for them to carry, 
the body of Christ can help them carry it, bear that burden with them, share with them, and, and do that sacrifice that God's well pleased about. And it, by the way, it'll help you free up that space for you to actually not just pay the minimum on your student loan, but double the payment on your student loan. Get out from under that thing. And it's the, the interest rates always that'll get you. Yep. Um, uh, one of those little factoids that we can drop in here. Einstein was asked one time, what is the greatest force in the universe? And with a straight face, he said, compound interest. <laughs> and that story that I mentioned about that uh, person up in Montana who had a $12,000 student loan, which became a, a $54,000 student loan, that shows you the power and the force and the destructive power and force of compound interest. When it's working against you. Well, and he thought it was working for him. He, <laughs> that incurred, he incurred those costs because he kept taking the government opportunities to reduce his payment or to put off his payment. Ah, uh, yeah. But the interest will get you. Yeah. And it wasn't an enormous on this article. It says it was an 8.25 interest. Mm -hmm. But if that's just accruing over and over and over and over and you're not making payments, it's pretty big. So, Mike, there'd be some people out there saying, well, Mike Charman, if the government would both pay for my A, health care, and B, my student loans, I wouldn't have this problem. What's the downside of the government paying for all your health care and your student loans? Well, the government never pays for it. Taxpayers do. Mm. And it's either current taxpayers or future ones. So since we're going into enormous debt all the time, we have a, uh, the current budget proposal for this year and that continuing resolution that they're talking about has a $2 trillion deficit, $2 trillion deficit. I mean, how many people even know how to write out trillion in numbers? Um, so a $2 trillion deficit, we're not at war. We're not in a time of, of massive recession. There's, there's nothing that would explain why we have a $2 trillion deficit other than the fact we want to give more to people. Well, who's going to want to wind up, who's going to wind up paying for that $2 trillion? Our children and our grandchildren, and in all likelihood, our great-grandchildren. And then if we continue at that rate, very, very quickly, we aren't going to be able to sustain it and this nation will not be able to succeed. Well, I was going to say, it, it, there's never going to be a time when the voters are going to vote for somebody who says, we're going on an austerity program or we're going to get our budget back in balance. It, it'll never happen. They, they'll not vote for that person. That's the big problem. I had worked for a senator uh, right out of law school. And he was saying, well, the way to understand politicians is we all want to be loved <laughs> and we aren't going to want to tell something to somebody and have them hate us. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And it, there are many um, senators who, who drank their milk and grew a backbone and are able to stand up and say things diplomatically and politely to um, constituents who are saying, I want this, I want this, I want this. Mm -hmm. And we do need that. We need statesmen who understand the constitutional limitations that there are actually there that they blow past all the time. Mm -hmm. But what can we do about it? 
Well, here we are with this interview for Share Healthcare, sharehealthcare.com, and you can call it 844-SHARE-HC, all that stuff. But I'm not on these interviews. I don't do these to gain more members. I do this to change the culture. Mm -hmm. Share Healthcare has a mission of helping the body of Christ. But it only does that because for the, in this specific area of medical expense, because they only do it because the culture needs changed on this. Mm-hmm. Our medical bills should not be this high. They, there's no real rational reason why they are. Our health insurance bills should not be that high. There's no real rational reason why they are. But because of so much of the government intervention and dislocation of what would be normal economic forces, that's the reason we have those high prices. If we look at um, the pharmacists of you know the 1920s to the 1980s, let's say, he was a pharmacist in his pharmacy that he owned, and he compounded and made the drugs himself based upon the knowledge he had, and, and he would get the various ingredients to make them. Mm-hmm. And there might be somebody who invents a different one, and so that pharmacist learns how to do that. Well, go ahead and try to find a compounding pharmacy today. That's extraordinarily hard to do. But you have a lot of what we call now big pharma that are devising more and more drugs for the purpose of maximizing their profit as opposed to what new drug can change uh, people's health care, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to change the culture and get back to really having the body of Christ be the larger block of our nation and that body of Christ understands thoroughly that their function is love one another, care for one another, bear one another's burden in little ways and large. If you know that your neighbor is gone for the the week and you see something happening at their house, care for them, do something about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If your neighbor needs some help, um, with their medical bills, and they might be too proud to even ask for it, drop some cash in their mailbox, and you don't even have to tell them. You, you know what their need is. Let's, let's go on with it. When we have a culture that thinks that way, everything changes. And we individually can begin that with sheer health care. That's, that's its reason. Mm-hmm. Sure, it, it does a great job with uh, sharing medical expenses. But its reason really is to try to get us back to being um, a majority uh, Bible-believing, Bible-activated culture. That's what got us to be great from the beginning, turning from this little tiny collection of colonies then became states into becoming the world's largest power. How that happened? Well, it happened because liberty was there and people acted upon liberty but they act upon the liberty that was liberty that God gave. That scripture that says, for the spirit is the Lord and where the Lord is, there is liberty. Well, if you're listening and you realize you need to do something different and you want to find out about what's really this powerful alternative, Share Healthcare and Nonprofit Healthcare Sharing Ministry, you can find more information on their website, sharehealthcare.com. Or you can give them a call at 1-844-SHARE-HC. Help get your budget in order. 
And also come along with that. What was that Hebrew scripture again? You said it was the life verse of share healthcare. Right. 1316. But do not forget to do good and to share for which such sacrifices God is well pleased. Well, if you want to fulfill that, do good and share right out of the scriptures. Uh, share healthcare is doing literally exactly that. And it shows up in their name. Share healthcare. Dot com is the website. And for Mike Sharman and for Wave 94, I'm Doug Apple.